Welcome, welcome, welcome to another, another, another episode of the Fat Girl Chronicles, where we get all up in your business and discuss the topics that matter to us most each and every Tuesday from 8 to 10 p.m. Right here on Facebook, YouTube, and JQLM Radio, we stream live up in this thing. And if you don't catch us live, you can always go back and watch us on YouTube. U42, you can catch us streaming on all major podcast platforms from Apple to Google Podcasts, iHeart, Amazon, Audible, Pandora. We are everywhere you want to be when it comes to listening to podcasts and music. So make sure y'all go check us out. Hit the like, subscribe, share, all of that good stuff. Go hit all of it, all right? And make sure y'all check us out. I'm your girl, Leo Rochelle, up in this thing. And we got the one and only Trish up in this building with all of that Trish. extra noise in the background and whatnot happening over there. What extra noise? It's some buzzing. It's buzzing. You don't hear? No. I hear Oh, okay. Are my headphones today? I don't know. You just it's a little extra noise going on over there, but anywho. And then we got the one and only Miss Genesis up in this thing. Hey girl, you gotta unmute though. <laughs> <laughs> have a whole conversation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then we got our boo Miss Kimberly up in here. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How y'all doing? All right. We good. We good. How you doing, boo? Doing well. Good. I like the look today with you got uh, what you used to call her? Sheba. Sheba. Uh I started to call her Sheena, but that's, I think that's what Tab called her little spoon. Sheba. Yeah, Sheba. Oh, I like yeah. Tabitha says Donna. 
Oh, yeah. No, Tabitha's hair is Donna, but yeah. when she cook, her little spoon is called Sheena. Oh, okay. And I was mixing it up with your hair, which is Sheba. Yes, ma'am. All right. You and Sheba look beautiful tonight. Thank you. Comedy and y'all gave this whole hair a, a person. You have to. They yeah. have a whole personality. That's great. Hair be doing what it want to do, so you got to name it. It really do. It really so my dudes, so mom, yeah, so we got Miss Doris in the building. Hey, hey, what's hey. good, mom? Hey, Samantha, hey, and we up in this thing, y'all. We're gonna go ahead and hop up into it. But the first thing we discussing, we gonna uh oh, I'm over here beeping, I'm beeping, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I forgot to cover my sounds down. Um. I lost my train of thought. Tonight's topic of discussion is, oh, it's it's one that that I found very interesting and whatnot. And before we get into the topic, we're gonna definitely hop into uh, something. One of our segments that we're trying to get back rolling consistently, and it'll be happening every other Tuesday. And but tonight's topic is the rise of the lonely single man. And this topic is based on a study done by Psychology Today. Uh, so we're going to look into some of that information and some of the stats and information that's there. But first, we're going to tap into Count It Up with Kim, which is our money segment. Count it gotta, up, count it up, count it up. Count uh, we gotta count it up with Kim, and we gonna get into this thing. But first, we gotta get her, her own little little intro thing popping off and whatnot. So here we go. Santa, Santa, Oh, so, so. <laughs> hey, I like that. I like that. Oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> you feeling it. He's like, I'm almost going, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Good evening, everybody. I'm so stupid excited to be here with y'all. Um, I, I feel honored to be able to sit at the table with such beautiful people. Um, but I, I'm going to jump in here real quick. I, I want to make sure that every um, segment is something that you can leave with some value. Um, my heart is definitely 10 toes down in the community. There is a, 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 a injustice right now in the black community in regards to finance. And so I'm working extremely hard as, as hard as I can building my firm so that we can get out there in the community and we can help right the wrongs that um, that our loved ones and ourselves are dealing with right now. But tonight I want to talk about money principles. There's five money principles, okay? Uh, if you got something to write with, you can write it down. The principle number one, okay? Number one, you tell money what to do. You do. Some of us is out here getting pimped by our money, okay? Uh, we don't realize that it's our job to give our money an assignment every time we get it. 
And if we don't give it an assignment, you ever got paid and then you went through the weekend, got paid on Friday, go through Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, you'd be like, where did my, man, where did my money go? Mm-hmm. Well, you ain't tell it what to do. So it went and found something to go do. Okay. So that's principle number one. You have to tell your money what to do. And in the finance world, we call that a budget. Y'all, it's not a scary thing to create a budget. I know sometimes when you think or you hear the word, it sounds really restrictive, but it's not to restrict you. It's literally to just say, I'm going to pay $60 to go get my hair done this week. I'm going to pay. You tell your money what to do. Does that make sense? Perfect. Number two. Say number two. Number two is there is no such thing as extra money. Now, y'all check this out. Because we tell our money what to do, right? When we get a bonus, when we pay off a bill, if we're used to paying $249 for our car payment, we finally pay that big boy off. We do not have $249 of extra money next month, okay? We have to give that $249 an assignment now depending on what your debt repayment plan looks like maybe it's the next credit card maybe it's starting to attack the student loan um debt and i can have a whole conversation about that maybe that'll be what our next segment will be about but there is no such thing as extra money you find out that we getting another stimulus that is not extra money Give that money an assignment, okay? Even if it is, I got to catch up on the cable bill. Even if it is, I need to pay off an extra car payment. Even if it is, I need to buy these kids some clothes this week. Every dollar has an assignment. There is no such thing as extra money, all right? All right, say number three. Number three? Number three. I am a bill. Listen, it is cultural, It is a cultural thing that we give from our need and then we we deal with what's left. We'll give people our last and then we'll be sitting looking like, okay, I, you know, I done took care of everybody else. I don't know what I'm going to do. I am a bill. So the same way that you are um, responsible when it comes time for the rent or you make sure you stay on top of that car payment or paying that light bill or whatever those other things are that you take care of financially in your house, you are a bill. So there's a, I was going to say a percentage, but I don't want to put it out there like that. There's a percentage of your money that every paycheck should be devoted to you, you, your emergency fund, you to your future self. Okay. We, we get caught up and we get our, um, the, rings on our financial ladder mixed up i I know people who who say well i'm not gonna worry about retirement i'm gonna pay for my kid to go to school listen student loans are available for a reason there is no loan at retirement that you can use to live on okay so retirement has to come first your future self has to come first so you are a bill okay that also goes into effect when we talk about um again when we talk about the budget and people think it's so restrictive no if i need 50 bucks to get my hair done every month i'm a bill okay write it down now if you don't have enough money you got more responsibilities than you do have money then we got to probably make some adjustments we got to figure some stuff out but you are a bill you have to take care of you first before you can take care of the other people that you are responsible to make sense Mm -hmm. 
Boom. Yes, All right. Number, number four, say four. 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 I go to Wendy's and get them four. Four for This is my favorite one. Listen to me, y'all. This one is kind of long, but it's my favorite one. It is mathematically impossible to create wealth if everybody else has your money. I'm going to say it again. It is mathematically impossible to create wealth if everybody else has my money. Let me give you an English lesson real quick. I talk to people sometimes and I ask them, well, do you want to be wealthy? And they're like, nah, you know, I don't need all that. I don't, you know, and I'm like, okay, clearly you don't understand the definition of the word that I'm asking you about. Wealth is defined by Webster's as having an abundance of material possessions or money. An abundance, right? That means more than enough. Who wants to live paycheck to paycheck? Who wants to live uh, surviving, barely making it? That's not wealth. What some people have in their mind when we say, no, nah, I, I don't need all that. They're thinking extravagance. I'm not talking about uh, name brands all the time and a big house and a loud, flashy car. And that that's extravagance. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about wealth. And it is impossible mathematically for you to have wealth, an abundance, more than enough if everybody else has your money. You cannot have six figures, make six figures, and you owe six figures in credit card debt, in a mortgage, in a student loan. You're not wealthy. Now, you're making a choice not to pay your debt, but you're not wealthy. That is not the definition of wealth. Okay, so it is mathematically impossible to create wealth if everybody else has our money. So we got to get out of debt, y'all. We got to get out of debt. We got to pay off these credit cards. We got to figure out a way to cut our expenses. And when we start getting rid of our debt, then the money that we do have, when your assets are more than your liabilities, then you are creating some net worth. Does that make sense? Yeah. All right. And then the last one, say five. Five. I got five on it. Okay. <laughs> Number five is ownership equals legacy. Mm. We got to mm. own some stuff. That's how we create legacy. There is nothing that you are renting, borrowing, that you will be able to leave for your children. And the things that you own need to be assets, things that grow in value. My kids can't do nothing with these TVs, none. Because in about three years, the 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 little thing going to burn out and they ain't going to be worth nothing anyway. Or they're going to come out with a super slender. Hell, in, in two years, they may be doing hologram. We may not even have no doggone TVs. We might just have a little box and shoot a little hologram up against the, the wall, right? So then that's going to be obsolete. We have to own things. I have a 16-year-old, I almost called her 15. I have a 16-year-old daughter who was a junior in high school. She's always been a crafty kid. My 22-year-old has always been the business mind kind of kind of guy. Um, but my 16-year-old, she's she's been a crafty kid for a long time. I've always known the traditional college is probably not going to be her route. She used to love baking, and then she loved sewing, and now she's into hair. So she's in cosmetology the cosmetology program at the high school and she will graduate with her cosmetology license 
But this is the thing that I'm starting to have conversations with my daughter about because I asked her, okay, well, what, what do you want this to do for you? And she's like, well, you know, I would like to um, go work in a salon. And I said, no, we're we not going to do that. And she kind of looked at me weird. I said, no, you, you're not going to work in a salon. And, and I said, are we talking about after you graduate high school? She said, yeah. I said, yeah, no, that's, that's not the play. See, the play is, is that while you're in the cosmetology program, while you're in high school, you go into a mentorship program with, a, with someone who has their own salon right now. So you get the experience in the salon right now while you're going through the program. I want you to make sure that it's what you want to do, right? And then the goal is when she turns 18, we're looking for a building to buy. You're not going to go work in somebody's salon. We're going to buy a salon. Okay, so that's what our counterparts are doing. They're buying businesses and they're leaving them for their children. They're buying the business for their children to even see if it's something that they want to do. I had a, a, a an associate in a tax world. Uh, I was having a conversation with her about some bookkeeping work. And, and she says to me, she said, yeah, we kind of got backed up this year because my daughter thought she wanted to be a baker. And so we bought her a bakery and now she thinks she wants to be a, a exactly come on she said uh and now she thinks um she wants to work with animals and so we just bought a horse and now we're trying to decide if we want to sell the bakery or what do we what we want to do white people don't send their kids to go work they buy them businesses this is nothing new for them right They've been doing this since their kids were five, six, seven years old. And so my conversations with my daughter are, what side of town do you want us to look at for the building? What do you think you want the inside to be? I make her think about these kinds of things. You should Google um, luxury hair salons. See what different hair salons look like. Because if you only got experience in a couple different salons and they kind of look the same, you don't know what's possible for you. I want you to see what's possible for you. But that cannot be her dream if mama don't own it. Mm -hmm. And so that's the goal. The goal is ownership. We're going to own the building. And the people that's working in the building is going to pay her to be there. And then when she decides that's not what she wants to do, then that's fine. But if she ends up having a daughter and the legacy continues, then we already got what we need to keep the money rolling. That is all I got for y'all tonight. I am honored to be here. Uh, if you need to get in touch with me, listen, I'm on social media by the same name, Kimberly Janelle on Instagram and Facebook. And for the month of September, I am doing a no spin challenge. Y'all should jump in it with me. And I'm going to wait till after Labor Day because I already know, you know, it's, it's it's part two of the family reunion this weekend, right? <laughs> Got to get your, get your party on. Uh, but but we're doing a no spin challenge in September. And it's my birthday month, y'all, but I'm still committed to doing that because I need to get back on track with saving. It was crazy uh, summer and back to school and all of that. So you should join me in the challenge. If you're interested, hit me up on social media. I'd love to give you the details. I hope to see you in the challenge. All right. Well, she got showed all her information in the comment section. I put her link tree up there because that way you can book and schedule time with her through her link tree. And like she said, you can find her on Facebook under Kimberly Janelle. So make sure y'all check her out. We want to thank you for coming in here, dropping them gems yes. at the top of the hour because that's how it's going to happen all the time. We're going to drop the gems at the top of the hour. The important stuff because mm -hmm. that's the part that we need the most all the rest of the stuff i mean we need it 
but that's what we need the most. So we're going to give y'all that first each and every time. And like I said, it'll be every other week when she comes on the show. So we want to thank you for hopping on here with us, Kimberly. Thank Make you, sure y'all check her out. I promise you when I tell you she is everything and then some, she really is everything and then some when it comes to the money game and helping us get right out here in these streets. So make sure y'all do that. And we gonna get right on into this next thing. All right, y'all. Love you, Kimberly. Peace. (laughs) (laughs) So listen, she got y'all right, right? Indeed. Got it right real quick. Indeed. Real to the point. Um, mm-hmm. real to the point, real quick, real fast, and then I hear it. So, listen, we finna go ahead and hop into this all the time, you know. <laughs> hop on into this other discussion, to this other topic about these sin, these single lonely men, <coughs> or these lonely single men, whichever one you want to be, whichever one you is or are. We gonna uh. Oh, I already did that. Look at God. Look at God. <laughs> you know, you be doing stuff sometimes and you don't realize what you be doing. You be moving too fast sometimes. <laughs> but anywho, you know, there we go. God, just be out here God. Come on, God. Yeah, be out here God. He do. Yeah. He be out here yeah. God. That's right. So tonight, our discussion is based on this right here. This right here, this little, this little tidbit, this little snippet, this little article. So it's been floating around on social media uh, for the last couple of weeks. And we were supposed to discuss it a couple of weeks ago, but we ended up having to change the show. But the information on here basically states that men need to address their deficits to meet healthier relationship expectations. Some of the key points in this article, dating opportunities for heterosexual men are diminishing as relationship standards rise. Men represent approximately 62% of dating app users lowering their chances for matches. And men need to address skill deficits to meet healthier relationship expectations. So, it was a lot. That's a lot, you know. And those are some of like the main key points of the article. If you have not read the article, I'll post the link up so y'all can check it out. But um, we gonna hop into it. What y'all thoughts? What y'all thinking? That's a little. What kind of broad? Huh? Yeah. What kind of skills are they talking about? Um, let's see. So they're talking about like dating skills, skill deficits. For mm-hmm. men, this means a relationship skills gap that, mm-hmm. if not addressed, will likely lead to fewer dating opportunities and longer periods of being single. There's less patience for poor communication skills today. And the problem for men is that emotional connection is the lifeblood of healthy long-term love, and it requires all the skills that families still are not consistently teaching young 
boys. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the main like skill deficits is the the actual communication part. And that's one of the parts that a lot of women stress when they're talking about uh, dating and things of that nature. They stress the point of communication. I need you to talk to me. I need you to tell me what's going on. I need you to open your mouth. I need this. I need that. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of it stems from just basic communication is what a lot of women are speaking or saying that they actually need from their mate, from their partner. So. Interesting take. Mm-hmm. Only because only because I mean, women always feel like dudes are supposed to be able to figure them out. What happened to communication then? You know what I'm saying? Why is it so... You know what I'm saying like has a, a light on it when I'm not doing it. No, it's not. It's not just when you're not doing it. It's just overall. It's something that that both parties need to be able to do overall, just as yes. a human overall. Like just man and you, woman need I, to. I was both just focused on the part able. where you. Just, yeah. Oh, okay, got you, got you. But yeah, that's but it's like also, that's where the communication lacks. Like. Is it stress to the woman that she's not communicating what she wants? And is it stress to the man that he's not communicating what he wants? Like, we all seem to step back and assume stuff because the other person is not opening their mouth. And then we want to blame the other one for wanting them to be a mind reader. It, it's it's not that they're trying to be a mind reader. The, everybody's struggling with communication. And I don't know why we struggle so much as adults, <laughs> more so than anything, like open your mouth. But at the same time, when it comes down to the guys, we've discussed this many times before, they weren't taught to communicate like that. If they expressed anything that was anything close to showing emotions or anything like that, they were taught. They were told that that's for wussies or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we're asking them. They they were taught this at a young age, and we're asking them while they're older, open up. That shit ain't gonna be overnight. That's not an overnight thing that you can do. It's like, but how do we? How do we get y'all to open up? How do we get the men to open up? Do we take baby steps? I know we gotta be patient, but what would get them to open up to us so they can communicate better yeah. and know that they are not looked down upon because they show some emotion? Um, well, I feel like it's one of the things that I've always continued to say is that, um, one, we have to make it a safe space for them to believe that that's a place where they can have that communication, where they can talk, where they can be open, where they can say what's necessary or what they need without feeling as though if I open up and tell you this, are you going to use it against me in the near future? Are you going to throw this back in my face in the near future? Are you going to weaponize my vulnerabilities and my traumas and all of the things that I've been through prior later down the line. So I always say that. And like this article uh, wasn't necessarily to 
Um, like we're discussing it not to like weaponize the whole fact. Oh, y'all niggas lonely now? No, because <laughs> I saw a couple people say that. Like that's not that's not the point of the article. The point of the article is just to tap into, just like they always like they tapped into and did a a, a study on women and <laughs> said that most over fifty percent of women um, have a side partner or something along those lines at one point in time they did a study that said that. and I thought it was funny because it's like do we? We really right. be out here like that? We really be out here with a side piece and everything? over 50%? Yes, uh, I have yeah. to find the article but it was also, it was talking about how women have long term side partners <laughs> so, so uh, but just within this article, I think it was more so tapping into certain things that have become more of a requirement for healthier relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, like I know, let me go to the post on Facebook because y'all know I'm gonna ask the question and I'm gonna make the post. Um, I made the post on Facebook asking what were men's dating standards. And of course, some of the ladies got on there talking about they don't have none. <laughs> they don't have none. <laughs> um, but some outside of the standards, um, I also posted, hold on. There was a photo that I came across. Hold on. I'm trying to find it. Oh, duh, it's on the Facebook page, on the Fat Girl Chronicles Facebook page. That's where it's at. Um, so the question asked, what went wrong with this with marriage in this generation? Men don't trust women, and women feel like they don't even need men anymore. What the fuck was the spark to all of this? And this was on Twitter, and the response tweet was, Men have to now get women to like them, and a lot of men aren't likable, was the response. And my question was, how true is this when it comes to your perspective of dating and relationships leading to marriage? So it was still along the lines of the single lonely man and still trying to grasp some intake and some understanding from, you know, Men and women, not just mm-hmm. from, not just saying Leo just pulled this out of the thin ass air and she just giving us or saying <laughs> what the fuck ever. No. Um, so one of our responses says, true, money alone ain't cutting it no more. They've come up with the sauciest, they they they've come up with the sauciest attitudes and have so many unlikable traits. Don't get me started on the way they view and talk to women. It's disgusting. Mm. Um, Another person said, I think this is very true on both sides. A lot of people are just not likable individuals. There's a lot of self-work and healing needed with people. (laughs) And one person was like, I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. I'm a catch. And then um, another one said, <laughs> that's what they say, I'm a cat. 
The other one says, this is factual. Men spend more time performing masculinity to be accepted by other men than figuring out how to be likable to women. So, that was a lot said. What y'all mm-hmm. That's interesting. I, th- I feel like the masculinity, like, to kick you with dudes is just the dude, the personality of the dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I got to start changing who I am for you to like me, that's that's already uh, uh, something that I got to double think. You know what I'm saying? Because it should be natural. Like, maybe we don't, we just don't rock like that. I mean, we looking at the wrong connection right now. You know what I'm saying? Because the, the person who I am, you should already like that person. You know what I'm saying? I shouldn't have to make all these major ass changes just to be acceptable for you. So maybe that's just not the cup of tea that we need to be, you know what I'm saying, rocking with. I could see that. Um, but sometimes uh, I feel like sometimes when it comes to, I think in regards to what he was saying is that like dudes do the most to be liked by men. Like they do everything under the sun to be accepted and liked by men. And like when it comes to women, they don't put forth that same amount of effort. They don't put forth the same amount of effort in regards to like trying to show her how much I fuck with you or I like you or I want to rock with you or I want to deal with you. They put forth a lot of effort to prove a point to their guys and not a lot of um, effort to prove to this woman that this is somebody that you really want to rock with. And I'm not saying that's for everybody. I'm saying if it is a woman that you really want to rock with, you know, that's what I'm saying. If right. it's a woman that you really want to rock with, a lot of times the effort is not there compared to the mm-hmm. effort that most men put forth to make sure that their friends know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their homies know and their friends know that, you know, um, that I fucks with you, but they don't put forth that same amount of effort and tenacity when it comes to women or the woman that they're actually interested in being around or kicking it with, so... Um, I think that was what his point was making. Yeah, but and that's what that's what I, that's all what I was uh, referring to. Like, yeah. I don't think it's no effort for dudes. I think just just dudes. You know what I'm saying? And it it looked like that to you because I'm not the same dude with you that I am with my dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, it looked like I'm not trying to put forth that effort because this looks effortlessly to me because like this is fucking like this is me I'm, i want to kick it with the dudes you know what i'm saying we i i be wanting to do the same type of shit they be doing you it's just like that you know what i'm saying i don't think it's no no i'm gonna I'm a be lacking on this side intentionally mm-hmm. um i could see that like it's more about the familiarity with the guys than it is with the woman. Is that what, kind of what you're saying? Like, it's a comfort level. Yeah, because, like, I'm, that's probably my personality anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not doing nothing extra over here. That's just probably the shit that I'll be wanting to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I <digs. laughs> Oh, Michelle said, I feel that 
because some women are very expressive and men are less expressive men interpret some of what we say as criticism or nagging Hmm. i don't know and i See, that, that just took me back to that whole communicating part we was just, we had just started on. Mm-hmm. Like that took me back there for the simple thing that we was like, oh, why is this such of a struggle for adults to communicate? But I think it is like that because we are adults now, and we we've learned more than we have as kids. You know, when kids used to say anything, adults have a like you know like the shit you're not supposed to be saying or how the shit can get taken if you say the shit so i'm nah, probably just not gonna say shit yeah um i also and don't I don't like so much go ahead, very go ahead mm-hmm. i think that women are more emotional we're not like really expressed because i as far as us making them feel like they're mind readers like even like the the ongoing joke is when it comes down to asking us what we want to eat or if we're hungry and we can't give them a direct answer on what we want to eat and we just kind of want them to figure it out like yeah you knew i was hungry i said i wasn't hungry but you knew i was hungry but we're just emotional we're very emotional we were built that way but the thing is (laughs) Guys don't seem to understand. Well, I'm not going to say guys. Some guys don't seem to understand that emotional part of a woman. Like, if you want us to be emotionless, then you need to date one of your boys because we have we have feelings, <laughs> shit, and we want our man to pay attention to us. So I think the reason why we interpret y'all going to kick it with y'all boys more important than us is because of, yeah, y'all have that familiar familiarity i can't say it but (laughs) it's like it's not as much effort when it comes to us like we're actually kind of simple but difficult but y'all don't take that time to really pay attention to it and it could be just me but some 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 guys just don't pay attention to it they don't pay attention so so why not communicate i do I wasn't I'm just saying, I'm just, no, like no, no I'm, I'm just saying I understand that. the comment that you just made no I understand that yes we can communicate but like I said even when it comes to the guys some women don't know how to communicate some women only know how to scream some women only know how to yell because that's what they're familiar with from their childhood some mm-hmm. people don't know nothing but drama and that's how they communicate so if they sitting there yelling at you, smacking you, doing all that, that's what they're familiar with because of their child trauma. And it's all, like like I tell everybody, the world is just full of bad decisions. It's like a reciprocal of bad decisions and hurt feelings. It's all this unhealing going around and we're just hurting each other because of some stuff that we didn't heal from back in the day. And it's, it's bad. like. It's bad. It's bad. Um, one of the things is like, like Genesis, where you were tapping into, like we know we hungry, but we don't know what we want to eat. <laughs> I feel like that's one of those things when it comes down to, we get tired of making decisions. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and this happened to me recently. 
Okay, let's go grab something to eat. What you want to eat? Um, I don't know. I don't know. What's over here? I'm open. Let yeah, that's and that's exactly that was. I'm open. Let's go get Chick Fil A. Let's go get Chick Fil A. I don't want that. Right. <laughs> I don't want that. I didn't say. I didn't say like. Uh, you know, I said I was open, but I didn't say I was just gonna eat whatever. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I know what I don't want. I just, I don't know what I want, but I know yeah. what I don't want. So what? And I said right, that. So this, I said I know that, that though. But, but I, I said you I, just I know said what that. I don't just want. get it out. Get it out. Ask the question. I'm just saying, like she just, she just said that. Um. Y'all get tired of making decisions, but I'm saying, how can we not let y'all make the decision if every time I ask you the damn question, you're going to make me make the decision anyway? So what the fuck am I even ask you for at this point? Because I know oh, what oh, I why, don't want. Why, why, <laughs> why, not, not why, not, why, not why I'm asking you. Why not me just let you make the fucking decision anyway? Because if I, if I make the suggestion, then you're going to keep telling me, no, just go and pick what the fuck you want. No, because you missed the point of me saying I don't know what I want, but I know what I don't want. So like, basically, this is a thing for you. Just start, re- just start saying yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. me. Yep. Motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> be in the car for two hours. And Let's throw some shit out there. And if it's down, no more, I'm, oh, I'm gonna go with that. That sound real ain't good. Hungry no more, man. Just, just I'm gonna yeah. go to sleep now. And then, like, also too, it depends on the area I'm in. If I'm back in Chicago or Gary area, don't don't offer me no chain restaurants. Don't offer that to me. Yeah. I don't want no McDonald's, no Burger King, no Chick-fil-A, no Long John. I don't want none of that. I don't want nothing that's all across the world. I don't want none of that. So you yeah. me exclusive to that area? Yes, to that area. Offer me, like, me some authentic Take me stuff. somewhere good. Like, I just yes, want some offer good me food, something like... authentic to the area. That's like anywhere that I go, uh, as far as like traveling, don't take me to no restaurant that I can get back home. Take me somewhere that you like in your area mm. or something along those lines. Don't take me to no damn Chick-fil-A. I don't even like Chick-fil-A like that. Like, I mean, it's cool. When you out of I'm, town, probably, <laughs> probably be at the crib smacking that shit. I, I don't. And that's the thing, too. Like, I don't even eat that <laughs> that often here. Like, so my other part is like, uh-uh, I don't, I don't want that. Don't keep don't don't offer me nothing that's already like something that I can get back home. Why do you feel like you triggered by like this like, chick today? Mm. Was you offering <laughs> to me? Oh. <laughs> I feel like I was. I was offering Chick Fil A, and I was like, in question one B, she asked one A, one B. Have you never had they grilled nuggets, mom? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah, like, that ain't what I want. Like, even when I do want it, <laughs> even when I do decide I want some Chick-fil-A or something, it's random. It's, like, really, really random. And then I got to have some points or something <laughs> on my thing so I could go to Chick-fil-A because I'm not. That's just me. So. That's crazy. But I'm definitely the woman that be like, just open your fucking phone and just Google restaurants around me. And I do that. I do that too. And I be looking at it. Like, After for two mm, hours. Let's see. 
But all I'm gonna say is don't offer me no chain restaurants nine times <laughs> out of ten. Even even when I'm here, don't offer me no chain restaurant. Don't take me to no chain restaurant. Ask me what I want, Caribbean food. Caribbean all food right, is so always the answer. What what's wrong with a person taking you to a chain restaurant when that's what you eat? Like you you don't eat chain restaurants? Yeah, I do. I'm just At this saying point, like, we just trying to feed you. You know what I'm saying? Like it all that that's that's we, we need to make a a date night sometimes for stuff like that, but I'm saying like you acting like you don't be eating the chain stuff. So why would I not suggest the chain shit? Like I just saw you eating fucking. <laughs> no, I'm saying like if you just don't saw offer her, me. she don't want no more. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying why would we not suggest a chain restaurant when I know you do eat that? But if you know, if you, I'm gonna just say this for me. If you know me, you know I don't eat chain restaurants often. You know, first and foremost, I'm a cook or I'm going to go somewhere where it's like literally a, a I know what what's you're it saying. called? I don't know the word. Grassroots operation. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Because I don't really like a lot of fast food restaurants and shit like that. I don't really like all of that. So if you know me, you know not to take me there. But if we just out and we just want to grab something before we go into the crib, yeah, we can slide a White Castle. Why? Why White Castle always the first thing? White Castle, God, girl, you need a franchise at this point. You but me? that's what I'm, I'm. I'm just saying, like that's that's an exception to the rule that we wouldn't know. You know what I'm saying? So, like, what? Just talk. Okay, so we could talk all day, but sometimes it's still fall on deaf ears. Like at the same time, we could talk. But there's an effort that is put behind it of getting to know the person that you're talking to. Like, I still want you to know, like, if I have a favorite snack or something and you come back home with a snack without me having to ask, that's part of taking the effort and getting to know somebody. And you being visual, not just listening, but being visual to what their needs are or needs and wants are. It's the effort. It's the smallest shit. Like everything don't take a whole bunch of money. But if, if you take something that I like and you create something around it, that should mean more to me than anything monetary. But see, a lot of people just want to want you to communicate it. But you have so much other stuff on your mind. I could sit here and tell you all day. But who said it's not going to be the last time that I have to tell you? Because you could be thinking about something that you just did with your boys. You could be thinking about something that just happened at work or in any situation so me just communicating it is not going to be enough me just telling you you have to be present in that conversation and it's not always like that it's not on both sides and i'm not just saying just for males it's like that for females too it's like that for females for all of us yeah so, so that statement right there basically like sums up this whole title like right there like the people that's falling into that the rise of lonely single men that's because they feel like the shit too much work for real because like it is that's that's a lot of fucking work and what? like if you choose to not do it that's that's why you the like in the rise of lonely why single men because you decided you didn't want to do all that work it is though like for real like the shit you just explained is hard to figure that shit out if you don't want to figure that shit out but so this is this is the How? part where it comes into i'm saying 
I'm saying this it's is, just sometimes it's just easier for dudes to just say, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna stay by myself. I'm gonna do what the fuck I want to do, period. Instead of like dealing with all that work. But even the ones that say I'm gonna stay to myself are still not by themselves. They the ones that's causing all the chaos and bullshit out here in the streets because they don't want to commit to a situ to a person or a relationship. Not saying that everybody has to. But a lot of the ones that say, I'm going to just do what I want to do, or I'm going to just do whatever I feel like I need to do, are the ones that create a lot of chaos and drama because, to an extent, they're pretending. They're pretending to want this particular situation, or they're pretending to not want a situation when they actually do, they just lazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to put forth the work. So I'm going to do what I got to do until she find out I really don't want to do none of this shit. <laughs> and then I'm going to keep it moving. So <laughs> right. well, maybe exactly. expectations are set in the beginning anyway. So uh, the, if we set expectations in the beginning and I told you I ain't on that shit and then you call feelings anyway, then who fault is that? No, but, but you'd be surprised at how many people say or 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 try to act like they set the expectation but they don't like it's a lot of people they claiming yeah it's a lot of people claiming to not want to um play that role or oh we set this expectation but then you still want me to do girlfriend things you still mm -hmm. want to go on dates and you still want to create and do all of these other things sir make up your mind do you want me to be your woman or not Right, because if not, then okay, I'm gonna go do what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go out on these dates and I'm gonna go do whatever it is that I feel like I want to do as a single woman. Mm -hmm. But men do not mm -hmm. like competition, like the everyday average man is not gonna be in his mind, he's not gonna be okay with the fact that you out here dating. And let's just be honest about that. Dudes don't like knowing that they not number one, that they not the main, the main vein, that they not the main one slanging that thing. They they don't like that that visual. That's the main thing. Because it's yeah, because you know, because then they like, okay, well, now nah, like cause you giving that to him too, or no. Nah? And then it becomes an so, issue. And then now it's a competition. And so now he's going to try to do everything that he can to try to make you stay in this position and in this role that he don't even actually want you in. He just don't want nobody else to have the opportunity and access to you that he has. So to play devil's advocate right now, I found that a lot of females, including myself, are the most uh, committed single people ever in life. <laughs> we'll find interest in a person and we'll treat them like they're, they are the only That's it. one one around. You know what I'm saying? Like they're the only mm -hmm. one they are to go to, even though he said, oh, I'm not ready for no relationship. I'm not ready for this. But because he continues to do everything that that's relationship-based or that's done in a relationship, we sit here and get tunnel vision and we're focusing on this same person instead of continuously dating other people. And 
it's difficult because especially if your your intentions are to date for marriage or a date for a commitment or whatever, it's hard to not have that tunnel vision on that one person that you're interested in, even mm-hmm. though they said, oh, I ain't looking for all that. So yeah, we catch feelings because y'all continue to do go through the motions of a relationship. But yeah, we, <laughs> we have to get out of this committed singleness. <laughs> like, we want to move anywhere. I ain't going to lie. And again, like, I, I understand, but I would say I've gotten to the point now that if you tell, if we have this conversation up front and you like, oh, no, I don't want our relationship. Oh, okay, cool. But don't expect me to always be texting and calling. And then don't get in your feelings when I don't text or when I don't call because, sir, you don't want a relationship. You want a friendship. And so sometimes yeah. I don't talk to my friends. Sometimes I don't talk to my friends every day. So don't be mad when I don't talk to you every day or when I don't call you every day. You establish what you wanted. And that's how I'm moving. I'm moving accordingly. So I think a lot of times it's like you said, they, men and women get in this committed singleness. <laughs> And that shit is messy and raggedy as hell. Cause like now you mad. Now you mad because he didn't want to got a girlfriend when he told you he ain't want no girlfriend. Girl. <laughs> now you like, but you told me you ain't want no girlfriend. No, exactly. I just didn't want you to be my girlfriend. How about that? That's what the reality of it is. I just didn't want you to be my girlfriend. So I don't know. That that's that's a messy situation though, waiting to happen. Yes. But that's also when we gotta check ourselves at the door. Like you gotta One check thing I learned about door. guys is that when they tell you that they don't yeah. that's facts. One thing I learned about guys is when they tell you that they don't want something or they're not looking for something, take them for their word because we as women sometimes like to feel like we could change their mind. Oh, I'm going to be that one to change his mind. Or I, I could show him something new and she ended up burning herself out more than anything. And a lot of guys <laughs> will continue to go along with it because they don't want to have that difficult conversation that, yeah, shoddy, I don't, I'm not looking for that. Or I don't want you personally, but I, I'm feeling somebody else. So... <laughs> it all comes down to communication and comprehension. That, like if we do decide to have a convert, like those two, I tell everybody, those two have to go hand in hand because I could sit here and communicate with you all day, but if you're not present and comprehending the stuff that I'm saying, then we're going to continuously have this conversation over and over again. So it's like, yeah, I have to. We all have to listen when that time comes we all have to listen yeah. and i think just the so, overall like you said the skill that's my story I'm like to like people are not teaching men so, that it's okay to connect to your emotions and then it's a lot of grown men still operating in the fact that they don't know how to connect to their emotions and they don't want to change that either so that's where a, a bigger disconnect is coming in is that they don't want to change the fact that they do not know how to be emotionally mm-hmm. available to their partner 
and not just their partner. A lot of men don't even know how to be emotionally available for their children or nobody, nothing else. So it becomes a bigger issue when mm -hmm. you don't know how to um, shift from not being emotionally available to healing and actually be becoming emotionally available not just for the sake of a relationship but for the sake of yourself and the connections that you're trying to make being emotionally available does not necessarily mm -hmm. mean that i have to be available for simply just for a relationship it means that mm -hmm. hey i'm intelligent enough to take cues and pay attention to what's being said or what's being communicated to me so I know how to respond because this might be a sensitive situation taking place. And if it is, then I know how to move forward. Some, mm -hmm. some people, you could tell them a whole sensitive situation and they be like, oh, <laughs> that's it. Um, but one of the other things that they talked about in this article. You felt that shit. You should see her face. <laughs> Yo, she was my, my camera, <laughs> my internet keep freezing up. Don't don't judge me. It's catching me at the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one of the other things that it talked about was the dating apps. Whether you are you're just starting today or you're recently divorced and dating again, dating apps are a huge driver of new romantic connections in the United States. The only problem is that upwards of 62% of users are men. And many women are overwhelmed by the number of options they have. Competition in online dating is fierce and lucky in-person chance encounters with dreamy partners are rarer. I hate saying that word. Because I don't even think that's a word. Partners well, are more, more, rare. more rare than ever. Right, that's why I'm like, that should be more rare than ever. Not rarer sounds like it sounds like something ain't forming right. <laughs> Listen to a speech and they say rarer, rarer. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to say. It's like, what did I just it try is. to say? Rarer. 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 Not be right. Rarer. Next year. What are these? Are these black people apps or are these white people apps? Cause... But the day naps? I don't. Uh -uh. They said they're overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah, they're overwhelmed with the number of options. No, nigga, I'm underwhelmed with the number of options so, I see on there. So that, I think they I, mean based on the amount of people yeah. overall, not just like, oh, oh my God, it's so many options. No, there's just a lot of fucking men on here. Um, yeah. And from what I've found to be true, is that some of the men that's on there not even single? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Some of the men on there not even single. Um, a lot of them. I would say forty-eight percent of them of that sixty-something. Yeah, a nice little round number, huh? <laughs> <laughs> nice little accurate amount, huh? I'm trying to tell you. It's, like I did my research. Man, these apps are trash. Do you hear me? Because people. They're not what they supposed to be. They be on their line because it's easy. How do you fact check a, a profile? You know what I'm saying? They have hey, a bro. whole family. Listen, 
it's three dudes that I know <laughs> that was on this one app, and I and I swipe right on them so they could know that I saw them and they was on here. <laughs> and it's crazy because like, why are you connecting with me? Why when I swipe right, it'd be like it's a match. Why? So then I go to their inbox yeah. like, so so you just I don't know. That's always my question. Like, oh, you just mm -hmm. on here on bullshit, huh? And then, you know, when I bring up their situation, their relationship, or what's your married... That's usually my first question. What's your married ass doing? <laughs> that's great. What's your married ass doing <laughs> out here? Then it's a matter of, oh, you know, shit ain't right at home. Nah, bro, get off of here. All right, so as soon as something go wrong, you on the dating app, stop playing with me. Like, get out the relationship. I know. If you're I know not happy, it. sometimes you find a replacement before you even get out of the trash that you're in. Like, come on, fam. Like, that's... Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just, I don't know. I know for me, like, the ones that I have been on, it's been cool. But then, again, a lot of times, people are just looking to hook up. Everybody ain't just on the dating app looking to hook up, like especially women. She women are looking for the damn dating app. Very, I mean, very no, but for real, because even some of those professional ones, you see, you see the same ones from the mother apps on there. So they, they, oh my god, LinkedIn, somebody was good, baby. Good. <laughs> no lie, That's be hopping in your, be hopping in your LinkedIn messenger like. Like, I saw you did this, but you know, I don't normally do this, or I don't even, I don't even want no graphic design. Like, I just want to know, friend. are you single? <laughs> what, <laughs> sir? What? Did you fill out an application on Indeed.com just to get this interview? Right. <laughs> Be elaborate to the motherfucking scheme. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> what is happening? Like, how do we get here, sir? Exactly. I, so, okay. Can we back up just a little bit? Trust, this is for yeah. you. Can you explain oh, to me? Because I'm just, no, don't ask I really want to know about this, it being too much work. Like, I think that's my biggest question. How is it too much work? Because. Uh, I'm saying, I said maybe they feel like it's too much work. I'm just saying like it. it but you uh, were saying it is. You said it is though. No, no, it definitely is just to trying to get to understand y'all. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, a lot of y'all don't communicate like that. And then a lot of a lot of the non-communication be contradictory. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that shit tough. So it's basically a case by case situation every time you got to try to figure some shit out. So yeah, that is a lot of fucking work for some people. You know what I'm saying? I can see that. I think a lot of it comes from also empathy, like being able to have empathy for another person. Because sometimes it takes you to back the hell up and notice that something is not right. Something is going on in their life or something went on in their life that they may be triggered. But a lot of us as human beings, <laughs> We lack empathy majorly in this world today. We see that all across social media, all across the news and stuff. First thing, instead of helping somebody, we pulling out phones so that we could be the one with the most views and get some cash or monetary benefit from it. But it's like, if we could show empathy, 
and sh like tap into it, maybe the conversations can be had a bit more because me personally, and I'm sure Leo's the same way, I take a man's vulnerability serious. If a man takes his time to open up knowing that he's had a past or something like that, I hold that shit dear. And I feel like I'm in the sense that I created this space for you. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like we need to tap into maybe this motherfucker having a bad day. Maybe, maybe they had a childhood beat time be yes yeah, that shit is is too much work why is it i just can't get this huh i, I just can't get into that it's so, too uh, much work i'm sorry we didn't hear nothing you said so damn yeah leo you muted i didn't hear the end no, we heard. I heard the rest of. It, I just didn't hear the end. Damn, her shit was steady going out for me. Know. We need to talk. Yeah. I know. Basically, the gist of everything you said was what you summed it up with. It's like bullshit to too much work. But so when I, when I say shit like, no, you saying basically like oh, too much bullshit work. to too much work. Okay. Okay. So I mean, I was I was more so going down. The lines of the example that Leo gave, as far as um, like the what you want to eat shit, like yeah, don't take me to no franchise. But then she ended mm -hmm. the whole shit with, I might go to a franchise if, if it's such such such. You know what I'm saying? It's like the it's case by case. It's not it a cookie really cutter decision. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah hell we yeah. out high. Shit if we out high and driving around, listening to music and shit, and we smoking or whatever. I'm gonna be like, yeah, stop at White Castle because that shit's easy. It's probably the only thing that's open at that time of night. But if it's like, like you said, maybe a date night or maybe um, just we we're eating in together at home and watching a movie or something, I want something different. If we're out of town, I want something different from that because I want to experience their culture, their type of restaurants because I can get this other shit at home. Not to not to say that I wouldn't eat no Popeyes or something. Huh. But yeah, but you you can't be lit out of town on vacation and then you just be like, all right, fuck the whole oh, all right, uh, and stuff out of town. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> right. what I'm saying. It's a lot of shit that you just gotta figure out on the fly. And it'd be easy if y'all just say that shit instead of you know what I'm saying. Like if you tell me that uh I don't like franchise restaurants like that and like it's time for us to try to figure out some something to eat, I'm not gonna even look at that type of shit. I'm gonna be trying to find something else fucking faded or not. Period, because mm -hmm. I know that's what you like. And until you give me the green light to be like, hey, you know what? Just go get some chicken nuggets. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you, you, you got to figure it out on the fly. Like, it, it's hard. It is hard. I mean, I honestly, I'm not going to be one of the niggas that give up. Hell no. <laughs> sometimes when I'm hungry, it's just like, it depends on my, um, the, the severity of the hunger in my stomach. Okay. So it's like, <laughs> it's like if I'm real hungry, I don't want no trash food because I'm going to be mad as hell that I wasted these calories on some trash food. So it's like, yeah, don't go and get my no franchise. And the money. Yeah. And the money. Now I didn't spend this money and now I got to go spend some more money because I exactly. didn't even get full. I didn't even eat. 
for real. What I yeah, wanted to eat. Uh-uh. But if it's like a mediocre hunger, let me tell you something. If I'm hangry, don't give me no trash ass food. Just give me something good. That's why I say give me something good and I will give you a ballpark. I want I could eat some pizza, some chicken, or some Chinese food. You could choose off of all that or not. Like, I mean, that's what I'm telling you I want. So choose one of those that's good. Hey, and so I swear to God, see, because I'm gonna just go get all that shit. I'm gonna go get I mean, all that shit, have bro. A buffet. I mean, like for I real, for real, because I'm not gonna swear. get back with the wrong shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not gonna go get the wrong shit. So I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go get all three of them things that you just named. Fuck it. Whatever makes. Maybe it you gonna want the, the other shit tomorrow. Hey, you and leftovers is always good. Thing, so. <laughs> one of the other things that we don't like seeing too is like when y'all ask us what we want to eat. I could be like, I want a burger from Red Robin, fries from Rallies. I want something to drink from McDonald's. Or we could be like, I want. Some pizza from over here, some wings from mm-hmm. over there, some garlic bread from over here. And y'all will really look at us like the fuck. Then I told you, you. I told you what I wanted You know, once it's time to eat this shit, it's gonna be cold, right? I went across town to get every fucking piece. You all carded this fucking meal hey, <laughs> from different locations. Something not gonna be hot, goddamn. <laughs> I got matter. an oven. As long as you get a microwave, it don't a matter. Microwave. If she ordering some shit like that, she gotta be high as hell because that sounds like a high as hell meal. And at that point, by the time you get it, you're not gonna care. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that shit is crazy. See how let's I'm go back to the buffet. Go. Look, I'm kind of hungry right now, so let's go back to the buffet of the pizza, the Chinese food. You said you're gonna buy it's all of it. Make you even hungrier to just keep thinking about it and not have it right now. Yeah, I would be fucking starving if I do that to myself. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> chicken, chicken drumsticks. Yeah, you know what I'm saying I'm gonna fucking what's, get hungry as hell. Yeah. What's the yeah? Is that your yeah. stomach? No, <laughs> no, that's how you acting like yeah. Like, oh, let's go back Why? to the buffet. Let's talk more about uh sausage on pizza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Put the pepperoni on there lightly and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I'm with my man James. Beggars, it is. <laughs> and sometimes it might just be like, you know what? I'll just eat a peanut butter and jelly sauce. Because <laughs> them smuckers be smacking. You know I mean? Oh my God, you see what I'm saying? Who the fuck would know that <sighs> if you didn't tell us that? No, because like sometimes at the end of the day, it might be like, I really don't feel like cooking. I don't feel like eating nothing too heavy. I'm going to just make a grilled peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but don't worry about it. You said grilled. That shit, bro. Yeah. I ain't never heard no grilled peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It's like a grilled peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It's like a grilled peanut butter yeah, it ain't nothing but like you grilled like toasted buttered bread, but it's peanut butter and jelly instead of cheese. Hot ass jam. Hot peanut butter and jelly. That's all it is. That should be fine too. With a big ass well, cup of chocolate on the, the milk. Peanut butter and jelly on the bread and then toast it. Yeah, like in the skillet. 
Like you would do a grilled cheese. Yeah, like a grilled cheese. But what I do is, and it's just because that's how my mama used to make our peanut butter and jelly. It's like we didn't spread peanut butter and then spread jelly. That just is like, no. We used to mix it in a bowl. Like put the peanut butter in the bowl and the jelly in the bowl and mix it up. And then put it on the thing. Yeah. Mix it together so like you get the best of both worlds every bite. Like you're not just getting a big ass hump of jelly on this end and then you don't have no jelly nowhere else on the bread. So you put it in the bowl and mix it together. That actually sounds fucking fire though. Right? It does. You think about it because it does. You got you, you got you like a, a, it's a butter now. You know what I'm saying? It's like a yeah, it's a butter at that point. Yeah, so we put it on the bread, and that's how I still make it. I still make my peanut butter and jellies the same way. I put yeah. that shit on the bread, put the other piece of bread on there, and put it in the skillet and let and toast both sides with the butter. Yo, the way that we just, just want this shit too bad. Gee, no, I'm laughing because <laughs> the way we digress from the whole fucking topic to talk about some grilled peanut butter and jelly. I thought we hungry. It's okay. Yo, we oh, I just wanted to understand the process. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm about to get off this camera in a second. Y'all gonna see a blank screen <laughs> playing me. So, we gotta get back on. Mm-mm. Yeah, but we'll talk about that. Like, keys, Hawaiian bread, you think that'll make it? No, let's see. <laughs> so, Texas folks, you smash that? No. Right. Y'all gotta get the croissant bread. What? They, they make croissant, croissant bread? bread? Yeah. I've never seen that Is before. Is it only in... Uh, it said, like, Trader Joe's and shit. Like it's at one of them kind of places, Mariano's or somewhere like that. So I found I found it and sent send a picture to y'all. Yeah, please, because I'm sitting here thinking about sausage, eggs, and croissant. <laughs> whole breakfast sandwich on a croissant bread, son. Like, come on. <laughs> Yo, can we get out this? Nah, let's this shit right now because I yeah, swear y'all about to be missing podcast and stuff. No, he said I'm going to school after this. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I have none of those ingredients here and I need to get it. <laughs> Listen, God want to bless your spirit because it's, it's definitely be five. So all that was said because y'all niggas <laughs> just <laughs> we, we went there all that just to explain my side of how difficult y'all fucking are. <laughs> Who would think to Play. make you a fucking peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Bruh, bruh, bruh. Well, yeah, I can say, I communicate that though. I will say, I really don't know what I want. And then I will sit there and think about it. And if you throw out a few things, I'm gonna be like, oh, I'm really in the mood for that. But then at the end of it, when I get tired of feeling like I, I don't really want to eat, I don't. I just make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> or it might be just like, I just cook. <laughs> One of the two. I just cook something. Like we proving everything right now. I mean, and that's okay. Because sometimes we ain't always going to be right. <laughs> ain't going to always be right, you know? But 99.99% of the time and all that <laughs> type of shit. Don't do that. <laughs> that shit crazy. There oh, you well. go. Oh, uh, so Michelle said all of that comes from making an investment in the relationship to know the person, learning what each other likes, and 
and anticipating what they want. And James said, beggars it is. Listen, bro. Is it stuff crust or no? Um, and of course, I can't I tell who this is. Him. And it says they had that before and it's delicious. That's dirty. Why it never shows up like that? Dirty. Like, I don't, I don't know why it be showing up. <clears throat> That's dirty. Um, I'm, 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 I'm make this fucking sandwich tonight. I don't. I don't. I. It's, it's on my mind now. I, I need to figure what this up, out. What up, Dodie? What up, Dodie? Y'all gonna catch me whipping the whipping the pot, yeah, mixing Facebook. up peanut butter and jelly and shit. <laughs> Facts. Like, is there a ratio? See, we back. See, I'm about to take it back <laughs> to that shit. Never mind. Because I know black people don't measure shit. They just eyeball it. Don't even yeah, answer no. that question. That's, I was about, about to say, you just eyeball it until it looks like. Does it blend better? Does it taste better with the strawberry jam or the grape jam? All that type right, of shit. man. I'm trying to tell you. really your preference, but do jam because jam uh, like mixes it's easier than better. jelly. Yeah. 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 Okay. What about okay. pistachio and all that shit? Yeah, I don't know about all that shit. <laughs> what up, famo? Yeah. <laughs> what up, crazy. partner? Don't uh, come on here with that gang shit. That's how they. That's that's that uh, East Coast shit. Yeah. <laughs> they. I have learned orange juice. Oh no, nah, nigga, you lost him. You lost me with some damn orange juice. With peanut butter and jelly sandwich, nigga? No. No, buddy. No, buddy. It does sound good at this point. Anyway. Back to y'all silence. No, I mean, back to y'all Frozen chocolate almond milk. Trust me. I ain't gonna never steal you wrong. So if y'all just not tuning in to the show, I'm winning. I'm fucking them up. And this ain't even the fucking knowledge of bullshit. <laughs> oh, you boy. know, we're in full circle. That's what uh, you was about to, to figure out themselves the that. Trouble, he- she was about to get all the smoke. Do you hear me? I'm just saying, I. I I'm kind of winning though, but this not even a contest. But I'm, I'm really, you ain't really winning nothing. We just had a discussion Man. on the fact that we difficult when it comes to talking about eating. Outside of the That's fact it. that we talk about eating, you, you ain't, ain't really winning shit. nothing. He feel like that's enough. <laughs> no, I was just about to say he feel like that's it though. That's all. That's all I need to win. If you ask a million dudes, what's the one biggest thing that annoys them about fucking with women? They're going to tell you this fucking what you want to eat shit. One of the other things that I saw was a, a, a post said, women, when you're in a bad mood, do you want attention or space? Ooh. And down the whole thing, Somebody puts spotention. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. <laughs> Smart woman. Uh, I, I, I said, I said, like crazy, like you know, like Skip. 
I mean, like uh, Shannon Sharp say, both, B-O-A-F. I want both. It just depends. It depends on the situation. It depends on the situation. Because sometimes I do want the space. Yeah. Like, leave me alone, but don't leave the house. <laughs> leave me alone, but don't leave the house, because then I might want some attention. So what I've heard, okay, so I like listening to different people and how they handle their situation. So there was this one couple where they approached the situation as asking their partner, what do you need from me in this position? Like, what do you need? Do you need a solution or do you need me to just listen? And I think by implementing something like that, that's that communication that can, I hope y'all can hear me. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can. Because yeah. I don't want to say all this and then. Okay. All right. <laughs> but I think that'll be a good transition <laughs> in learning your partner as well. Because we've talked about this on here before. As females, we always try to be problem solvers. But sometimes our man doesn't need his problem solved. He just needs us to listen and shut the fuck up sometimes. And I understand that. So I think by doing that, we can get that communication. We can know when our partner needs space and attention. But everything that we're talking about is drawn back down to communication. So it's like, what do you need from me in this moment? What do you need? Yeah. And I think one of the bigger things is that we have to figure out how to communicate our needs to our partner. Mm-hmm. And we got to be willing to understand figure out how to understand that person. Mm-hmm. But I also think that comes with teaching, being able to teach your person what you need and then being able to receive what they're teaching you about what they need. Right. So it go it goes both ways. Right. It goes both ways. So, um, yeah, I feel like that's the, the bigger, one of the bigger things when it comes to all of it is that even when we're communicating and we're saying our peace and we're giving our partner or saying what we need, we also got to be able to receive. And like you said earlier, comprehend what they're trying to teach us about them. Mm-hmm. Cause it can't be a one-sided situation and you're trying to learn everything about me and, or I'm telling you everything about me, but I'm not willing to learn anything about you in order to mm-hmm. understand you. And now it's a one-sided situation. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's how that's how I can see um, Trosh's point of view that it can be a lot of work yeah. because um, some people, some of the information or efforts fall on deaf ears. Mm-hmm. So now I'm trying to show you or teach you or give you what I need, but you're not even aware enough to pay attention to the things that I'm telling you. So. Right. Um, <coughs> So, yeah. And then <clears throat> the other thing on here that says something about the relationship standards, it says with so many options, it's not surprising that women are increasingly selective. Um, this person who did the study hears recurring dating themes from women between the ages of 25 to 45. And they prefer men who are emotionally available who are good communicators and who share their values. Um, 
It also says the algorithms are becoming increasingly more complex on dating apps and other online platforms. And one result is that great matches are on the rise. One day, nobody care nothing about that shit. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, because they got to talk about the little dating <clears throat> apps. And stuff. I was trying to highlight the certain parts that I did. like. Um, but the ending, it says, ultimately, we have an opportunity to revolutionize romantic relationships and establish new, healthier norms, starting with the first date. It's likely that some of these romances will be transformative and healing, disrupting generational trauma and establishing a fresh culture of admiration and validation. Men have a key role in this transformation, but only if they go all in. It's going to take that kind of commitment to themselves, to their mental health, and to the kind of love they want to generate in the world. So, fellas, what y'all gonna do? What y'all gonna do? I mean, I still get the same stance, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's only a rise of lonely single men is because some of the niggas don't want to do the work. I don't. I don't have a problem with the work, the work part. Yeah, I think just outside of it. First of all, I don't like the sound work. I don't like to think of a relationship as work. Um, and I say that simply because nobody wants to go to fucking work. So I don't want to look at a relationship as work. Because if I got to think of my relationship <laughs> as being at work. Mm-mm. That's kind of like, that's kind of like actually like the real comparison to working a job. Like it's work only if you don't like it. So it's, you know what I'm saying? If the relationship not going the way you wanted to go, then yeah, it feel like work. But if it's all smooth, like you can classify it as work because you like that job. Nope. I I don't like to refer to a relationship as work at all. For me, and that's just a personal like choice that I choose not to say my relationship is work. I prefer to say effort. My relationship takes effort. Because if you say work, work is literally like it sound it that sound hard. It's right, it sounds like a lot. That sounds like a lot. Don't, yeah. I don't want to talk about my. I don't ever want to say my relationship is work. And it's so fucked up because relationship could be so damn fulfilling and easy. We just make the shit difficult as hell. Yep. Yeah, like, so why do y'all do that? Don't do that. I will reach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say, boy, no. You saw how quick I looked at this camera, like, nigga, don't play with me. Stop playing with me. <laughs> and oh. it's crazy because when you were reading the statistics or reading what women want, is how they were talking about they want an emotionally available guy. But then they'll be the main ones to be like, oh, you a pussy and you a little crybaby if he is emotionally available. Like, I've had, have I talked to somebody emotionally available? Hmm. We're not gonna talk about that, but yeah, they'll be the first ones to jump on that. Oh, you weak, you this, you that. It's always type of all types of stipulations with this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I just know, I just know for me, when it has come to my dating experiences and one and whatnot, um, I'm learning a lot to be straight to the point. That's where I'm at in my life now is to get straight to the point with mm-hmm. things. Like I don't have a lot of energy for a, a bunch of extra shit or a bunch of passive aggressiveness and none of that. I don't, I don't, I don't even want to be passive aggressive. So I try to at least be straight to the point when it, when it's like whatever it is that's being said or whatever it is that's being communicated. I'm trying my damnedest to just get straight to the point. Cause, mm-hmm. sir, what do you want? You want a relationship? No? Okay, cool. Thank you. Um, you know, and so that way I know what's what. I know where I stand. Um, you know, I know where this is going. I know where where it's not going to go. And so therefore, I don't have I don't have to put I don't have to put in a lot of effort. I ain't got to put in n- nothing if I don't want to, because you ain't looking for a relationship. You looking for a friend, right? Or if you looking for a friend with benefit situation, that ain't this. This ain't that either. So, right. Peace, because you know you got to figure. I mean, if I tell you that I ain't that ain't what I want, and that's what you still looking for, guess what? Guess who gonna be frustrated and angry at the end of the day? It ain't gonna be me, right? It ain't gonna be me. But then if you start doing that as a woman, then they look at you like, oh, she means she angry. <laughs> yeah, like, no, I'm not angry at all, sir. I just know what you want, and I understand where we are, and that's not what I want. That's not what I'm looking for. Therefore, I'm going to keep it. I wasn't trying to fuck with you anyway, block. <laughs> I, I was oh, yeah, I've been blocked recently. <laughs> I've been blocked like three times recently, and I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, I was too. I was like, dang, what'd I do? <laughs> and then the mug was like, I, I wasn't trying to talk to you, but you've been telling me this whole time you've been trying to talk to me. But then I say, you say, oh, I must have lost your interest. I'm like, I'm not really looking for anything right now. Well, I wish you the best, block. <laughs> <laughs> we could stay friends. Because obviously you wanted something that you didn't get and you couldn't take my note. So, <laughs> okay. Hey, Ja. I didn't see you over there. Um, but I don't know. I think it's a lot of healing <clears throat> that needs to take place. A lot of ability to communicate. Um, and I feel like a lot of times don't wait until the most inopportune times to communicate. Like, don't wait until the last minute or when you uncomfortable or when there's some other things happening to where, you know, where you finally decide that you want to communicate something. That ain't the right time to do it. You know? Anywho. But, you know, um, I do get a little thing for us tonight. Um, What's the thing? The F word. I got an F word. I got an F word for the night. I got an F word for the night. I ain't gonna play my little video. Cause I ain't in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
But I'm gonna put I'm gonna put this video up here for the F word for tonight. This is the F word. Great day and grand rising. A word for today is quit, equaling in meaning to leave, sometimes permanently. Quit, to disengage, to cease normal, expected, or necessary action. I quit you. You want to quit me? You can't quit now. Oh, yes, you can. There comes a time or a moment in time when you just need to quit, to stop, to let go. Sometimes the quit is forever and sometimes the quit is just for now. I mean, quit when it's quitting time. There's no legitimate reason to work all the time. If you can't think clearly or see straight, call it quits for the day. Quit traveling down the same road, doing the same things that lead to the same dead end. Quit going back to people and places that have no purpose, no value, or meaning for you. Tired of hearing stupid questions? Quit answering them. You feel full and stuffed? Quit eating. Quit whining, complaining, and making excuses. Just quit it. Quit expecting others to change. Quit thinking that you are in control. Quit feeling like everything is your fault. Quit limiting and holding yourself back. Quit acting like you don't know what you do know. Quit silencing yourself to keep other people comfortable. And please, please, quit setting yourself on fire to keep other people warm. Stop sacrificing you. You see, beloved, here's the thing. If you don't stop it from going on, it will continue to go on. So if it doesn't feel good, if it's not good to you or for you, if you are giving more than you are getting, if the demands, requests, requirements do not value you, honor you, or at least show you some modicum of respect for the truth of who you are, it may be time to quit. And if you think that by standing up for yourself and quitting makes you a quitter, quit that. <laughs> I invite you to take this word into the day with you. Keep it in the forefront of your mind. Remember it, use it, embody it, and be on the lookout for the things you need to quit doing, quit thinking, and quit being. If you do that just for today, this word will create the changes you desire. Have a grand and glorious day, beloved. And that was a word from Auntie Ayamla. I hate trying to say I her quit. name, too. I quit. Girl, get punched. <laughs> get punched. You better quit after the show. Shit, we only got 26 minutes left anyway. <laughs> you not already said here. You better wait till after the fact. Um, but um, I think that's definitely a, <laughs> a lot of um, you know, what she said is true. Stop all of the additional things. Uh, I know for me the overthinking part, like quit overthinking, quit making everything your fault was another one too. Um, because a lot of times, and that's just not for me, a lot of times we internalize 
situations and things and make it about us when it's not necessarily about us. And um, it can create a chaos that wasn't meant to be there to begin with. So um, don't make everything your fault. Don't make everything about you. Quit all of those additional thinking. Um, the toxic thinking <laughs> and the thinking in, in ways that make it hard for you to move forward. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the better ways of putting it. Like, Focus on the things of the right now, what you can do, what you can continue to bring forward and all of that good stuff. So focus on the good. Um, I love that message. So that's why I shared it with y'all tonight for the F word. Uh, Sir Kerrigan said, <laughs> Grand Rising is the most toxic greeting. Is it? <laughs> why do you feel that way? Um, Michelle don't like Grand Rising either. <laughs> she always said on Grand Rising, huh, in her inbox. When uh, <laughs> what, what's wrong with to talk to her. It's usually associated with the overly. It's usually associated with what? The overly. Um, oh, the woke, the hotels. Yeah. Yeah, it usually is, but I think a lot of times people just use it as another form of greeting, but the fact that a lot of people have taken it and used it as a way to try to. make themselves set apart it's like bruh you the most see here she go <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to be grand risen i mean grand biscuits uh i don't i don't like people saying i don't like people saying uh gm to me yeah Especially when you started out with a good morning. Yeah, don't GM me. Like, you because now at this point you're lazy because you can't even spell out the entire words no more. Yeah, don't GM you started me. with I mean a lot of a lot of language now is shorthand form. So yeah, what's that's wrong that's true and that's fine, but don't I'm GM right. me because I'm gonna respond I'm general right. manager to you too. But if if especially if you just say good morning, I GM did, why would you think of why would you not say he's all right? Okay. No. See, Don't GM me. <laughs> I mean, that's it. I mean, I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be a motherfucker to be like, uh-uh, I ain't finna talk to you no more because you didn't GM me. It's just it's just one of them things like ugh. it's just a it's a pet peeve. Not to say I ain't gonna fuck with you because I don't like it. It's just a pet peeve. It's just a little irritating because it's like, bro, you hit the G. Usually when you hit G, good is one of the first things that come up. So, I don't know. I'm just. I ain't gonna fuck with you. Don't don't do me. <laughs> You're, gonna out. <laughs> You're gonna spell that shit out because I type books. I, I need you to at least give me a sentence or something. All right, so I don't if, even need. I don't need no sentence. Just hit me with a. a actual so, good morning. All right, so what if they don't put the exclamation point at the end? Because I'm saying with that kind of energy, no, it's an exclamatory statement though. Uh -uh. No, I don't care about it. It is. 
No, yeah. see, that's what I'm saying. That's some bullshit. Cause like oh. GM, y'all know what the hell is saying. That's First how you know it's if GM. They put GM especially they're not going to type they're too lazy so they're not going to put an exclamation behind the gm right <laughs> so, why, so, why yo, so why can't why the question ain't why your good morning so dry i uh, do sometimes like or i send gm back and then <laughs> i'll be interested in the conversation after that shit. no i'm a whole fucking spoken no. word artist so i need words i need you to use your words whether you're typing it or not like oh. fill that shit out now, I'm gonna say this: Crazy you can't always, you can't expect a motherfucker to be on that level just because you what? on that level. And no, I'm not looking for a hard. book. Oh, I'm, I'm not about to say now, book. ma'am. Now, but ma'am, we just got out. The, how many yeah. letters is that? G? Yeah, why y'all sitting here actually watching me spell like he count these damn letters? <laughs> it's eleven. Okay. You spell Whatever. unique with, without the U and the I. I mean, the U and the E. Why you ain't type out the rest of them letters? Because it's silent. <laughs> Why you ain't write out the rest of them letters? It's silent. <laughs> because I'm unique, nigga. I spell it how I want to spell it. So why they can't say good morning the way well, they want to say it? Somebody hit me up like G-U. Good morning, G-U. Like, who is goo? No. You spell <laughs> my shit. y'all got me triggered uh-uh. yeah i i don't mind the i mean i just be being a smart ass though like because if i say because sometimes i don't say good morning sometimes i'll be like mornings with an s on the end with a what couple of smiley faces yeah with a couple of smiley faces <laughs> no and you put emojis girl that's putting girl that's what that's what yeah but I just know for me, don't GM me because I'm gonna just be a smart ass. It's not even about it's not even about uh like trying to um like I don't care that you spell it out, but I'm just being a smart ass to let you know, like, bro, don't be lazy. And so I reply, general manager to you too. And most motherfuckers be like, What? I'm sorry, you lazy in this little text. And I'll be like, Oh, I'll be like, Oh, GM stands for general manager, not good morning. <laughs> <laughs> and so most of the time, I mean, if a nigga funny, he gonna get it. That is, you know, you gonna get it. But if you don't get it, you don't get it. And then I know not to really fuck with you because you don't get it. Because <laughs> you don't get that I was being a smart ass and it's funny. <laughs> oh, and I don't like hot either. That's the first signs that he don't want to put in work. I don't like. <laughs> I don't so like hot neither. Hi. What? <laughs> don't have me. That shit is so dry. Do not have me. Damn. Hi. Mm-mm. Don't have me. Don't. You know what I don't like? Motherfucking <laughs> work, Joe. No, it's not. But we're telling, we're communicating what we don't like. So that's not work. We're communicating. I don't like when somebody says, calls me dear. Like, nigga. How old are you? <laughs> Man, like, don't call me dear. Like, you call me anything. Damn, you can't else. be built to the heart. Damn. No, I feel like you're calling me old, or you think I'm old or something. Like, dear is the most. Oh God, it just irks my soul. That's crazy, I don't know why. bro. You are motherfucker. It is. Toxic I don't know what my trigger. Why I be triggered by that? 
Because that's I don't want crazy. nobody calling me dear. If a woman no, came because up you and automatically associated with cool being old, and okay. the nigga was definitely just trying to show you some kind of affection. Because <laughs> don't no young person call Whoa. nobody a damn dear, sir. Man, look, it be niggas out here trying to split all the their game that all kind of ways when they talk. Are sixty and older. Now fuck that shit. Whoever used deer is old as hell. I don't care what y'all. They either sugar daddies or cougars. Sugar daddies or cougars. So that means when I call people sugar, I just didn't use sugar. Hey, sugar. Sugar is different. That's a young people. I, I, no, the fuck it ain't. Here. No, that's a, I, I, I sugar with older women. Really? Well, that could be a cougar yeah. too. Yeah. But see, that just, it just sounds different than deer. I just feel like this nigga about to give me his whole pension check and uh, social security and shit. Would you be mad? <laughs> no, nah, no. He call me deer all the time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, sweetheart. Yes, sweetheart. Sugar, come on. Right, listen. <laughs> hey, all I'm going to say is, at the end of the day, as long as you don't call me out my day, we good. Yes, we do it. Now, it'd be funny some of the nicknames that people come up with. And I'd be like, that's what you call me? Why would you pick up on that, Charles? Like, you don't pick up on nothing else, but you did you say? That that's what you doing, something. <laughs> I know you. I know you heard her mumble that shit. I, I wasn't even like I was in my own way. I heard it, but I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, Bill Cosby facing everything, dude. Sorry, <laughs> not a Jello pudding cup. Uh, I don't know. Some old niggas just. I mean, and I think it depends on the type of a man too. That says deer, cause some of them come off like creeps. It don't necessarily, I don't know. Y'all know shit be varying person to person, <laughs> case by case. That's true. But yeah, yeah. don't don't call. Uh uh-uh. What else I got? Look, <laughs> what else? What else? I was about to say, what else you don't like? Um, no, I write lists so it could be. Not writing it out. Look, I just know, like I, I see like how is one of the things I don't like. Don't hide me. Yeah. I've learned to get very in tune into myself with my wants and dislikes and all hey, that. She said she enjoyed greeting people with names of food and or snacks. <laughs> she do though. She do. What? She what do though. Yeah, she do. Give me hey, an example. Hey, hey she call a motherfucker brownies. Yeah, she call somebody a dumpling. She call somebody a brownie, a ginger I'm snack. Yes. <laughs> yes, dude. Your name would not be your name when you when you meet Splunge, bro. She will give your ass some food real quick. Yo. Yeah, that's too funny. Like I always laugh when I see her wishing somebody a happy birthday. Like. They birthday post, it'd be like, hey, my chocolate sugar honey cup yep. of tea. You know, it's it's a whole little situation. It's gonna um, be a whole recipe, ma'am. If I can't yeah. remember somebody's name, I'm calling them baby. Like, hey, baby. <laughs> like, hey, baby. 
Yeah. My mama did that. <laughs> <laughs> my mama, everybody oh. can't be busy. Yeah, I try not to use the same term of endearment for other people. And it's so funny. Like I said, some of the names people call me, I'm like, is that how you see me? <laughs> <laughs> is that how you see me? Oh, okay. You know, as long as it ain't not my name or derogative or nothing or a little out the way, I'm cool with it. Right. I and hate right, to hear Kels. Don't, nobody, please don't call me Kels. I don't know why I hate that damn nickname. It's Kels. Yeah, I, mm -mm. That, you, that was the closest you're going to get to being able to do it. Damn, you right. <laughs> That's the closest you're going to get. And you don't even like Kels. That's crazy. <laughs> and we sat up and tried to think. Hell yeah, of, we were saying everything. Oh, Limit. My shit and the Limit. Like, <laughs> like, like, you couldn't find nothing. I'm unique. <laughs> Damn. Don't call yourself Jen. Yeah, well. Don't call yourself Jen. Yeah, well. She said, fuck a Jen. 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 Oh, yeah. I want to send a special shout out and thanks to Quiet's Customs for this dope-ass cup that she made. Hey. Oh, I got the blend over. Oh, shit. Right. I like it with the fan. Oh, oh. This was, it's a, this was a surprise, y'all. For y'all being your feelings. You know I was about to say, run me my cup, son. You know this what? was a surprise. Point, you know, at this point, you know, just... I mean, um, just, just save it. Just, just it was a surprise. Because um, she's testing out new equipment. So she tried this mm -hmm. out for me. And mm -hmm. I was the first person to get one. So thanks. I will. Uh, these will be added to the merch. Uh, mm -hmm. Once she's ready to start producing stuff like this, this will be added to the merch as one of the options but it was definitely a surprise and i love it like now i got another cup so thanks and just listen y'all i can't help it that i'll be getting surprises just stop cut the shit leo <laughs> you mad or not <laughs> And M. Oh. <laughs> and R. Hey, Ramita. Hey, boo. But yeah. So hey. uh, this will be added to the merch uh, once we get everything going and up and running. Because, you know, um, the lesson that I learned is timing is everything. And like my little sister say, God ain't never gonna play you. So um take that with you, put it in your back pocket. But we're gonna hop into this new music moment. And it's actually a run back. We're just running back one of the new music moments. Uh the mouth is out here doing his thing and busy a little bit. But I found one that we really liked, so I went on and running it back. 
because you know we can't ever miss with a new music moment you know so we gonna run it back one time for the one time and then after this we about this thing y'all so we want to thank y'all for being up in this thing oh hold on i got a uh our homegirl miss ayla sams of the pleasure pleasure principal zone she has an event coming up and i'm gonna go ahead and play the video real quick it is naughty bingo at raven's place 1301 i'm sorry 13031 southwestern avenue in blue Blue island hold on it is Naughty Bingo. Let me play it again. Naughty Bingo. <laughs> 13031 Southwestern Blue Island, Illinois from 6 to 9 with all pun intended from 6 to 9. And, you know, make sure y'all check her out. Um, Let me make sure of the day. What day? What day? Let me check. Because I definitely didn't see that on there. Let me check. Ooh. Ladies face, ladies face. Um, <laughs> oh, no. It's Thursday. It is Thursday. It's Thursday. Thursday. Yes, Thursday from six to nine. Thursday from six to nine at Ravens Place in Blue Island, Illinois. Make sure y'all check her out. I definitely wanted to do that before we got about this thing. All right. Wookie. All right. Now to the new mm-hmm. music moments. <laughs> yo, 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 what's up? It's your man, the mouth, and it's time for your new music moments right here on the Fat Girl Chronicles podcast. We're going to start off with Mr. V. Cartier, and the song is called NF.
Friday. The song is called Good Feeling. The artist is upstairs. Now we're getting into our single of the week. And these two artists got together and made a fire, fire banger. It's off the top in Eric Billiger. And the song is called Lap Dance. You heard it first in your new music moments. You man them out. Yeah, she needs a lap dance song. Yeah, yeah, every time I put it on, she goes. I need her to sit down. I need her to smoke right. I got hit with a dizzy spell. Throw that booty back, I'm trying to see it well. Biggie secret song, she don't kiss and tell. Lit that pussy like a stamp in the mouth. Hey, Shawty says she working at Follies on the weekend. Every night she's staying late and I'm the only week. Yes, indeed. That's your single of the week. Lap dance. Off top of Eric Bellinger. Now it's time to get into our album of the week. He's back, y'all. Mr. Neo. The album is complete. The album is out for you to listen to. The album is called Self-Explanatory. And the first single we're going to get into off the album is called Laying Low. Right here on the Fat Girl Chronicles Podcast. Out that way, kids think yes, you would. Oh, girl, I know you out there, you ain't like that, no. In the lane, ain't lagging look. You ain't lagging look. You ain't lagging look. You outside. Pretty little outie. Pretty clear from the first time that you came around That you wasn't from around You ain't know the wave, you ain't know the time Green to the city and the scene Good girl demeanor, what about it, so mean I put you on, introduce you to the team Made you privy to the final things you had never seen Then I sent you home with your back and your mind blown Told you holler at me when you're in my time zone Weeks later get a call from a nigga saying He telling me you in L.A. Yes, indeed. The song is called Laying Low, and that's Neo featuring Zay France. And now we get into another single off the album just to let you know it's a complete project. The song is called You Got the Body, right here in the New Music Moments off the album of the week, Neo, self-explanatory. And you're hanging out, you get it, with your boy the mouth, New Music Moments, right here on the Fat Girl Chronicles Podcast. Okay, I like my biggest friend. Baby, I'm the man, and you know I am. Travel out, she used to date. If she alright, I'ma put it in her hand. Money like you don't even understand. Got a booty like I don't even understand. Shout it, let me know something. I'm trying to beat it like you stole something. She ain't trying to fuck until she sees something. I know what to do to make it keep coming. That shit wet enough to drink from it. That's your album of the week, and it's Neo, and this album is called Self-Explanatory, and the song is called 
You got the body. Don't don't forget, definitely go add that to your musical collection. And also, off top with Eric Billiger with the single of the week, Lap Dance. And Mr. Upstairs with his new single, Good Feeling. Along with the new artist, Mr. V. Cartier, and a song called NFMU. Never fucking met you. Yo, this has been your new music moment with your man in the mouth. Don't forget you can follow me on all social media outlets at the mouth underscore moments. That's the mouth underscore moments with an S. Yo, and if you got any questions or you got new music and you want to get it to me, hit me up right here at the Fat Girl Chronicles Podcast at gmail.com. That's the Fat Girl Chronicles Podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to join me tomorrow night. Tomorrow night for Wind Down Wednesday and also Sultry Sundays on Sundays on ablazingradio.com or download the free app Ablazing Radio Live at your Google Store, your iTunes Store. And don't forget also, don't tell nobody, if you're grown and sexy, hang out with the rich aunties tomorrow night. Yes, indeed, the Fat Girl Chronicles After Dark tomorrow night. Yo, it's been your man in the mouth, it's been your new music moments, and I just want to say I hope I added something to your life and I'm mad. y'all make sure y'all check us out on all of those platforms and all of that good stuffs but we thank y'all for joining us and tuning in to another dope episode of the fat girl chronicles where we get all up in your business and discuss the topics that matter to us most each and every tuesday from 8 to 10 p.m eastern time we want to thank y'all thank y'all thank y'all and y'all know what I always say. Whatever you do for the rest of the evening and rest of the week, don't do it with your half-ass. Do it with your whole ass, y'all. We up at this thing. Stay safe. Be easy. Make sure you love each other and love yourself. All right? Peace. Thanks. been a long and winding road, not to this point, but here I am, and I won't stop until my soul can't take no more, until I drop in, that's my plan, but until then I'm grinding, I'm working, I'm working, I'm grinding, I'm grinding, I'm working, I'm working, I'm grinding, I'm shooting for the stars and my aim game is nice, so what I'm saying, it's, 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 this ain't no overstatement, oh we so overloaded, we on some legendary, oh yeah we overnose it, we on that brink of greatness, so close I fucking taste it, premature celebration, so let's get fucking wasted, they don't know what we been through, but it's time now that we show and prove, and I had to follow my instincts and my hand plays, so it's your move, we had to have with our backs up against walls, dog, but we made it, and them fake niggas show fake love, but we beat the game and we played it, yeah, that chess shit, now I'm on to that next shit, diamonds all in my neck, that's why I miss the gift that I'm blessed with. We every bit of expected.